Welcome to Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit podcast, where we help people explore the power of herbs to create optimal wellness and strengthen their spiritual practice so they can feel healthy and connected. Herbal information provided in this podcast is meant for educational purposes only. It is not meant to take the place of professional medical advice. Last time we talked about um, how connecting with plants is not a new thing, that we um, have to start to observe and be aware of where the plants are around us for those of us, for those of you who may be in urban areas. And we also talked about what it feels like to, to connect with plants. In the Plant Priestess Exploration Facebook group, we, I asked the question, you know, what does it feel like to connect with plants? And there was a lot of responses in there. So if you're in that Plant Priestess Facebook group, the free exploration group, you can see the, those comments there. So today, I want to encourage people to connect with plants the same way that we do when we are connecting with our fellow humans. And also think about how you create connection with the animals in your life and around you. Because it's easy for us to think about connecting with other beings that look somewhat similar to us. Animals have eyes, they have a mouth, they have nose, they have ears. Our fellow humans um, have many of those similarities too. Um, and we, we meet other people that may not have all of the same sensory uh, capabilities that we have. And so we have to adjust how we connect with them as well. So thinking about all of the different ways that we connect with humans, our fellow humans, our, our pets, uh, wildlife, you know, think of all those ways that you connect and then try to mirror that in the way that we connect with plants. So today's uh, part two series, it, uh, part two of series five is about how do we actually do that connection? We know how it feels. We know that's important. Uh, we have this kind of sensation um, within ourselves that we want to connect, that we do connect. And this is nothing new. Humans have been doing this for a long time. So how do we actually do it? And one of the ways is to connect in like the same way that we do with other um, other pets and wildlife and uh, our fellow humans. So one of the things that we do when we've met somebody new or started to study a new animal is we really start to get to know what they do. What are they doing in their environment? We observe them uh, and we observe their, the way they talk. We observe the way they move, how they like to do things. And that is something that we learn over time. You know, sometimes we meet another person for the first time and there's lots of things that are so similar that we're connecting really quickly with them. If you've met somebody, let's say a colleague um, or somebody on the plane next to you, you know, there may be um, not as much time to do that connection. There may be less things that you're finding are similar, but you still are finding ways to, to connect with them. You're asking them about themselves. Where do they live? How, uh, what uh, things they like to do uh, and how we don't necessarily do that with our, with plants, but we can observe what they like and how do they live. 
so we may be observing things in our gardens. That's the easiest way in our uh, in our container gardens, in our in-ground gardens. We observe how they seem to grow and what they, they like to have around them. So that's a, a way to connect with plants in the physical form. And in another um, series of this, in another uh, day of this series, I'm going to talk about more, even more how that becomes a spiritual connection. But that first introduction to connecting with anything is to observe and to find ways to understand um, how they they function. So with with humans, we can talk and get information that way. That seems to be some of the quickest way we get information. Even with our pets, we use verbal cues with them. Um, and with plants, we can look at and learn how do they like to grow. And then in turn, how can we reciprocate and provide anything that will en enable them to grow even even better. So this is where we we do communication or connecting with plants as we try to reciprocate um, and provide reciprocity in a way that we can con connect with them and learn about them and become more connected with them. So, you know, some plants really like it in the shade. Some plants really like it in the sun. Some plants like it near the water. And if we're putting them in places that they don't thrive, um, they will they will not look good. They will do things that um, may, they're not thriving. They're drooping. They're not blooming. Um, and there are times when they are put in the right place, the right place that they typically like, but they're not thriving. And that could be some sickness or disease or something underground that's inhibiting them from growing. But these um, observations to watch how they're interacting with their environment, um, especially in a situation where we put them there, that is a really great way to connect with the plant. Uh, as a former horticulture educator, I had lots of experience and connection with people who were trying to observe what their plants were doing and would just become you know, befuddled at why a certain plant went grow properly in the place that they put it. And um, through a set of questions we've and finding out what the plant was, we would I would determine that that plant, that's not their preferred an environment. And we cannot force something to grow um, the way we want it to grow if it's not put in their preferred environment. And as humans, sometimes we don't like that. We want that peony bush to be in the spot we want it. That's what our plan is. And but if we're connecting with the plants and observing them um, daily or weekly or what have you, then we we learn to to connect with what they actually need. So they're giving cute plants are giving cues all the time of who they are, what they are, you know, all these words that were human words that we're trying to put into uh, the plant beings that. You know, they don't look like we do with the same sensory things, but, you know, who they are, what they do, they, these are terms that sometimes people kind of squint their eyes at and think, why are you talking about them as who and they, and they really are, they're beings, they have inputs, they have outputs, they have a whole flow in, in our environment, they're critical to our environment, so to me, they are beings, they provide, um, 
they pro provide cues as to what helps them thrive. So think of the, the plants around you as, as a way, how can you observe them in the same way that you would, you know, your friends, your family, a new person you met? Uh, how do you meet a new animal? You, if you've met somebody's pet for the first time, how do you do those things in order to get information from them? So observation, and with plants, it's pretty easy because they are stationary. They don't move around, so they, you can find them in the same spot over and over. Um, our friends don't come with a, a book that we can read of what their preferred things are. But plants, we do have books on plants and their preferred um, growing um, ways. We know what um, they look like throughout their life. That's another way to connect with plants. They do change throughout their growing uh, cycle. And so what do they seem to, what do they look like as they're first growing in their reproductive um, cycle, if they have one and down into the dormant season and so on and so forth. So connecting plants, connecting to plants isn't just about what can we take from them? What will they give me for uh, food and medicine and beauty? And what do they give me for um, enjoyment? It's also about what can I do to help those plants along? That's part of the connecting, the reciprocity. So, you know, our pets give us uh, lots of enjoyment. We um, train them to do tricks and to behave in the way that we need them to do around humans. But I'm sure that uh, many of your pet owners watching also know what you can do to give back to them so that they're happy as well. And we do things that sometimes we don't want to do with pets. Uh, we give them a walk during the hottest part of the day and they don't want it. Or we don't want it, but we know they want it. So we, we can do these same things with plants and um, take time, if this is a new concept for you, this connecting with plants, of, of thinking about what you do with your fellow humans and with pets and with wildlife when you're trying to connect with them and then meet, try to mirror that with plants. So with wildlife, if we're trying to you know, observe them, let's say we're trying to watch some white-tailed deer, you love white-tailed deer, let's say, and you want to get close to them, well, what would you do? You would have to go find where they live and you would have to observe them and they would have to get to know you and your, your mannerisms. Um, I just watched a friend uh, post a picture of a chipmunk coming up to her hand, a wild chipmunk coming up to her hands and um, taking some food from her hands. And that takes a while to gain that trust and that connection from a wild animal to be able to come up to you. They have to get to know you. You have to slow down usually so that they can um, gain that trust. Uh, so, you know, we can do these things with plants too. Uh, going up to a plant and wanting to connect with it right away, figure it out. What does it do? What can it do for me? How can I help it? That does take, it does take time as well. So as we move along in this five-part series about connecting with plants, we'll start to get into that um, energetic and spiritual talk about connecting with plants and the other ways of knowing, getting into um, intuitive um, concepts and ideas and perspectives about gaining information from plants using that other skill that humans have. Um, we have our senses as a way to get uh, information. We also have scientific methods of gaining knowledge. And we also have these other intuitive 
ways that we've always had throughout our human history. And I believe in my heart and spirit and mind that we've, um, many of us humans have lost that connection with the natural world and that connection and certainly that reciprocity of how, what can I provide nature for it to thrive as well. So connecting with plants, really try to uh, reflect your interactions with plants and how you already do that with, with humans, with wildlife, with pets. Yeah. So some other ways to connect with plants um, would be to, like I said, observe how they grow and where they live and to meet them where they are. So if you can find them in their most natural form, that can give you some different information than if they're growing in a nice, perfect garden where they're always given the water and the nutrients that they need. Sometimes in their natural settings, they'll look a bit different and even have different tastes about them. And um, even their life cycle changes a little bit. They may bloom later or earlier than they do in the garden. But there's other information that you can see if they're not in that cozy little garden set, um, setting. And also there are some different energetics that come about with that too. So I can talk about that as we go through this uh, five-part series about connecting with plants. So we'll keep going into the how of doing it. And, and many people have shared with me about how that feels when we are connecting with plants. Um, and there's just like these different layers of, of connecting with plants. Are you going to are you going to connect with plants so that you know how to use them, um, how to give back to them, uh, that spiritual layer of it too that many people feel but don't necessarily articulate. So that's what this whole um, month of June is all about in this five-part series about connecting with plants is really thinking about and feeling and experiencing what it means to connect with plants. I'm sure many of you are doing the things already and then there's this added layer of talking about it, articulating it, and another layer of practicing new things and deepening our practice of what we're already doing and learning some new um, perspectives and ways of interacting with the plant so that we feel um, more connection. So I know many of you feel really at peace and at ease and comfortable and joyful when you're connecting with plants. Um, certainly hands-on connecting with them, growing them, harvesting from them. But we're going to go into a deeper layer of that intuitive part of connecting with plants too. That part that just really doesn't have maybe the right word. In English, It does. I don't have this right word uh, about how that feels with connecting with plants. I call it the plant priestess way, but there's that really invisible, intangible connection that we feel with plants, the je ne sais quoi, as the uh, French say, the thing that you cannot really explain that just sense, that essence, the quintessence of, of the plant world. Many lessons are every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, join us again back here in, um, we're in the Plant Priestess Exploration free Facebook group there. I'm also at the Full Circle Herbals YouTube channel. And um, I also will often, not all the time, but many times be in the Full Circle Herbals Facebook page as well. So 
each one of these um, episodes is made into a podcast at my uh, podcast channel, which is Herbs, which stands for Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit. And uh, we also turn it into a blog, too. So there's many ways that uh, you can be watching these live or watching the replays. And we'll let you know where the blog post lands and when the um, podcast goes up as well. So thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, let me know if you have um, some new ways that you're now going to connect with plants and share that with us in the comments. So have a great day. Take care. Thank you for listening to episode one of the Herbs podcast. Please follow me at fullcircleherbals.com and the Facebook page Full Circle Herbals.